All right, so now we got now we got Mixler going also, and I'm gonna turn down my mic a little bit. First time on YouTube with this show, but um, I really thought for this episode, for what I'm doing and who I'm talking about, uh, I thought it would be a much better episode. Uh, so hopefully you guys are going to enjoy it. I'll be, trust me, I'm going to be back looking at the camera in just a second here, but uh, like I said, I am on YouTube for my first time here. Hopefully this will all work out nice and well and we can get this all going, but uh, got Mixler going here for anyone that wants to join the chat. And I am um, not going to bother with uh, plugs or anything, but what I am going to uh, do is I'm going to actually tell you a little bit about who I'm going to be talking about tonight. Um, an actor, character actor, I would call him. He's been in movies since 1987. He's been in movies uh, that you have seen. He's been in television shows that we've all seen. Um, this guy has been in so many things since 1987. I'll be honest with you, his uh, IMDb has 183 credits. We talked about Steve Buscemi last week, and he had 166 credits. Well, this guy's got 183 credits, and I would say, let's see, he has 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, what do we do? He's got over 30, uh, probably 40 to 50 movies uh, starting in 2022 that are completed or post-production, or filming, pre-production, tons of movies. This guy has been in things for years and years and years. Of course, if you're wondering who I'm talking about, it is Robert Lasardo. Now, I've talked about him. I actually talked about him a few weeks ago on uh, Strangeland last month. I spoke about him when I did Strangeland, the D. Snyder movie. I have spoke about him many, many times. He's actually... Of course, I'm sneaking in a little NYPD Blue here. He uh, he was on NYPD Blue. Let me go ahead and show you who I'm talking about here. This gentleman right here, obviously known mostly for his tattoos and um, basically his look. He looks and plays in most movies, drug dealers, gangsters, uh, pretty much any bad guy is what he usually plays in movies. Uh, I got a couple more pictures I'll go ahead and throw in here as we're going. I'm going to just take these out as we go. Uh, I've got this one here of him also. I believe that was him in the in the, um, in the show The Shield. I think that might have been where that picture is from. Uh, so I've got that one right there. And I've got one more. He's just sitting here. Like I said, he's always a bad-looking dude. I mean, there he is right there just, once again, mostly known for the tattoos and... Uh, just kind of being, like I said, he's uh, always plays the Latino kind of gangster sort of uh, actor when he's around. So there you go. There's that picture right there. And I've got a ton of pictures of some movies he's done. I'm not going to obviously get into all of his movies. I'll be here for, uh, my God, I don't know how long we'd be here. We'd be here for days if we were going to get into all of his movies. But I do have some movies picked out that I do want to uh, talk about a little bit. Like I said, I've got a little bit. I tried to find as many pictures of him in uh, the movies, but man, some of those old movies, it's hard to find them because, again, he's a character actor. He doesn't play roles that you're going to see him a thousand times. He just doesn't play those kind of roles. He plays a roles that, uh, it, mostly in roles that, like I said, he's usually the gangster. He's usually a, a, a thug, He's uh, but he has done so many movies. I really felt that this was um, an episode that should be dedicated to this guy. Uh, again, 183 credits big, small, whatever they are, he's, uh, he's definitely done some shows. He's even been on General Hospital. He's been on Nip Tuck. Uh, had very good stints on both shows. So we will get into all of that. Uh, but I did think it was important to do a show on this guy. Like I said, he's been all around, everywhere, everywhere. And um, got a ton, ton to kind of, kind of get into on him. So, you know, I'm not going to do plugs since we're here on YouTube. I'm not going to do plugs or anything. But what I will do is... Uh, I do have a beer to share with you guys. Cheers to everybody. Got Thanksgiving coming up next week. Cheers to everybody. I'm going to take a little swig here. There we go. Oh, there we go. Got that. And uh, all right, let's get into this a little bit here. Now, like I said, Robert Lissardo, uh, best known for basically playing Latino roles in movies, TV series, and obviously, like I showed you in that first picture, tattoos, 
is really what he's known for. He's kind of the guy with the tattoos. Now, he's an Italian guy, but he always plays these roles of just, like I said, the Latino gangster, the Latino kind of henchman or something like that. And he's always casted as the dangerous criminal or a drug trafficker or something like that. Now, like I said, he did debut in 1987. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that movie as we go through here. Um, but he, he, in uh, 2003, like I said, he was in Nip Tuck, uh, which was a big, big show for him. Uh, let me see how many episodes he did of Nip Tuck. Give me one second here. It's not going to take long. It'll take actually just a couple of seconds for me to get to it. In Nip Tuck, he was in 10 episodes. He played Escobar Gallardo. And uh, he was in 10 episodes of that show. And that show kind of made him as, you know, an in, a, a very good actor. People started noticing him for more than just that character actor, that, that guy we've seen in, you know, action movies since he was, you know, since 1987. He became a little more than that. And like I said, he also was on the Guinness, Guinness World Record holding soap opera, General Hospital. Uh, he played Manny Ruiz on that. And then when Manny died, he played his twin brother. I believe he actually played the body of Manny and then came in and played his twin brother, Mateo. Now, I will admit, when I was a kid, my mother was a huge fan of, <laughs> of General Hospital. It's pretty much the first thing we would do when, we, when, when I got home from school. Me and my mom would sit and we would watch General Hospital. So I do remember watching General Hospital, but it was way back in the day. Um, way back. I mean, I mean, that's when all women did was watch soap operas back then. Kind of, it was kind of what they did. They watched soap operas and did stuff around the house, picked up the kids, just what they did. But uh, me and my mom would watch that show every day, and I would just sit with her and watch it. And it was, it was, it was a great show. What I remember. Uh, but I mean, he's been on X Files. He did, uh, believe, five episodes of CSI Miami. Um, we'll talk about that all the way through. Uh, as we go through some of the things he was involved with. But, um, and again, I'm not planning on this being a huge, long episode or anything. Um, actually just kind of looking to do this, but I do have, like I said, his career is extensive, and we're going to get into as much as we can. We'll even get into some, uh, even some movies that I talked about last week with Steve Buscemi. Uh, he was born, he's a, pretty much a lifelong New Yorker. He does live in uh, California now, but he uh, was born in New York, September 20th, 1963, 58 years old. Uh, he did face, he had some hard times growing up. He was kind of through foster homes, uh, stayed with friends a lot, lived on the street at times, even out of his car at times. But despite all that, graduated with honors from New York City's High School of Performing Arts. Um, and then after that, he decided to go to the Stellar Adler Studio of Acting. Um, that's also in New York. Now, as we're saying, you know, obviously a very intelligent man, um, you know, more than just the character. You know, like I said, we see him in all these roles, but he is obviously a very intelligent man and also a veteran. He spent uh, four years in the Navy while he was going to, to uh, school, and he also spent two years working in the, uh-oh, Aleutian Islands as a handler. He actually handled the attack dogs for the Navy. So we'll get a little bit more into that. He actually uh, supports a lot of charities that uh, support military and dogs, uh, animals like that. So the uh, other two years of his stint, he was posted over in Africa, Australia, Philippines, Saudi Arabia. So he's been all over the place. This guy is very, obviously, like I said, very intelligent, very Obviously, it traveled also, been all around the world, and you know, when you're stationed places like that. But um, before, like I said, he, after the Navy, he had, he had always said that he wanted to do acting from the account of people. Um, I know I shouldn't vape, but it's either this or I smoke. I know it's douchey. I apologize, but I got to do it every now and then. So I need to. Just the way it works, and I've got this little pen here. This is uh, this is something else. Don't worry about that. It used to be gold. It's turned pink in the later days. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, he is also married. I do have one picture right here. I can pop up here with his wife. 
Some of the pictures are all right, but there's him with his wife, beautiful girl, and um, he is a married man. I couldn't find anywhere where he had any kids, but uh, like I said, I did find that picture of him and his wife, so I figured I'd pop that out there for you guys. Um, but yeah, so like I said, 1987, he did a movie called China Girl. Now, I do have a picture of that. If you give me one second here, I'll pop that up. There you go. I could not find him in that movie, but what I did find was that right there, which is a picture of two of the actors from that movie. So we've got that right there. And I'm going to go into the movie just a little bit, obviously. I need to get into his first movie ever. Um, so I'll get into it a little bit. I'll pop up that movie right now, actually, if you'll give me a second. I had all these popped up, and I'll pop them up as we're uh, talking in just a second here, but... I do have China Girl loaded up. Um, a modern-day Romeo and Juliet story is told in, the, in New York when an Italian boy and a Chinese girl become lovers, causing a tragic conflict between ethnic gangs. Now, once again, he is a gang member in this movie. Like I said, he usually plays something like that, a gang member or something, something to that effect. So that's what he is right now. He is a gang member in this movie, of course. I'm going to turn that off right there before we go to the next slide. And uh, like I said, I'm going to get the rest of these movies pulled up. If you'll just give me a second here, I will get that done. All right, here we go. I've got them all right here. And uh, give me one minute. Let me hit open. There we go. These will be opening as I'm talking here. Might slow down the feed just a little bit, but we'll be fine. I'm going to keep going here. Uh, so he was in that movie, China Girl, first movie he ever did. He also did some comedies. He was in uh, a movie called Moving, which uh, way back here, right after that, he did that. Moving was in 1988. He played a character named Perry. He was in Short Circuit 2, played a character named um, Spooky, which uh, here, I'll go ahead and pull that up right now. Let's get this little slideshow rolling. Here we go. I couldn't find him, but I did find a picture for Short Circuit 2 at least. Hey, give me a break. You know what I mean? I'm doing what I can here. There we go. That was Short Circuit 2. Like I said, another movie he was in. I believe we all know what those movies are about. A movie called Tony. I'm sorry. He played a character called Tony in Itch. I-C-H. Und Ear. I don't even know what that is. I'm not even sure that. That's not even in his IMDb. This must have been in somewhere over uh, in another country or something. I really don't know what that is. Um, but he did do a bunch more stuff uh, after that. He just pretty much kept going from that. Now, he also, um, like, he was also in the television show China Beach. We'll get into that as we go. Um, his TV debut was actually in China Beach, and he was a part of five episodes. He then, once we hit 1990, he was in the movie Hard to Kill. We'll get to that also. And he kind of did a few of these uh, Steven Seagal movies. He was also in Out for Justice, which was Steven Seagal's, I believe, second or third movie. He was also in, um, if you ever saw Waterworld, he was also in that. He played a character named Smitty in Waterworld. So from 1995 and with the Kevin Costner film. film did not, did not get very good reviews by critics at all or viewers. It was just pretty much an awful I didn't mind it, but it was not a good movie. Um, and again, he mostly had a lot of... During the the early 90s, we saw him have minor roles in a ton of movies just throughout there. Um, you know, like I said, through the 90s, he was in King of New York, a movie we did talk about, and I'll get into all these a little bit as we go. King of New York, he was in one of the movies we talked about last week with Steve Buscemi, Out for Justice, we just talked about. He was in Law and Order, I mean drop zone we're gonna get into a ton of movies he did just kind of getting a little bit into his early life right now but uh we definitely have a lot more that we can get into on this guy so that's what we're gonna do um but uh, let's keep going a little bit here now he kept going and once we got to the 2000s his career kind of did pick up a little bit uh he got he started getting some tv series um, he was, like I said, he was in Nip Tuck. He had a bunch of episodes of that. He was also on, um, uh, something called FX. He got, um, Ryan Murphy on his, on, uh, that was broadcast on FX. 
and he did that. He also, uh, like I said, he did a bunch of things. A bunch of things. He was in Half Past Dead Two in two thousand seven. He was also in the movie Never Down. He was Rico in that movie. Now, a movie that I do like, and if you're looking to watch this movie, it is on Hulu. Death Race. He played Grim Reaper. I don't know if y'all remember. He was the guy that he was out there saying, "Ah, oh, you can't." Got into an accident, and he's like, "Ah, oh, you can't kill me. You can't, can't, can't kill the Grim Reaper." And then uh, a car came around the corner and took his ass out. Yeah, it was Tyrese Gibson, I believe, in that car. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty for sure it was. Uh, movie called Anarchy Parlor. He was in the Human Centipede Three, the final sequence. You have to. I mean, come on, come on. It's the it's the Human Centipede. Um, he also was in the uh, now we in 2018. Clint Eastwood did a movie called The Mule, and he was also Emilio in there. 2019. He appeared as a character called Hades in Attack of the Unknown. Mouse Sanchez in a movie called The Talking Tree. Just his career just keeps going and going and going from there. But um, one of the, uh, I said I was going to mention one of the um, charities he supports is called USA Cares. It's an organization that supports family of soldiers. They also support the animals and stuff like that. So I got to tell you all, I'm really... uh, Going to start right now, kind of getting into the movies, some of the acting career of um, of him. Just kind of get into it. Like I said, I'm not planning on this being a long show. I was on last night with Dirt Sheet Dudes. Uh, but uh, we will get into a couple right now. Um, another movie that he was in. Give me one sec. I'm getting rid of some of these because I'm opening up 42 screens here. Um, another movie on Hulu actually, that you can watch right now, is Renegades. It was Lou Diamond Phillips and uh, Kiefer Sutherland. I'd never really seen this movie, but I do need to watch it. It is on my list. There you go. You got old uh, Kiefer there and Lou Diamond Phillips. I'm actually a fan of Lou Diamond Phillips. I actually think he's a really good actor, and I like. I, I think he's... I feel bad his wife left him for a woman. Um, his wife left him for Melissa Etheridge, actually. I, I, you got to feel bad about that. You really do. So there we go. That's a little picture right there of that Renegades movie. And once again, it is on Hulu. So if you do want to watch it, you can check it out right there. Now, we were saying as kind of time went along, went along, and went along, he was in a few more movies. He was actually in a little 1989 movie. I couldn't find any good pictures of this, but it was called Penn and Teller Get Killed from 1989. You don't, Penn and Teller are magicians, comedians. Yeah, you could call them a little bit of both. They're kind of comedian magicians, a little bit of both. They they tell tricks and they tell how to do them and all that stuff. But they were he was in that movie. Once again, not a large role in that movie, but um, David Patrick Kelly was also in that movie. Now, if you don't know who he is, have you ever seen The Warriors? Warriors come out to play. That is David Patrick Kelly. He was also in The Crow and a bunch of other movies. But um, Penn and Teller did this movie. I've never seen it. Probably one I should check out. But um, right after that, we go right to 1990. And again, I had said, hard to kill. So we're going to get right into it now. There you go, hard to kill. That was with him and... um, Kelly LeBrock from Weird Science. Good movie. I actually enjoy this movie. I've said before I'm a fan of, you know, the Steven Seagal and all those kind of movies. I do enjoy those movies very, very much. So this is a good one, too. He's actually in this movie. He's running from criminals uh, that that he that he was supposed to have been killed. They killed his wife. And then he gets out from being killed and just he starts right into a romance with this girl. Like his wife never got killed. He was in a coma. He comes out of a coma and starts banging Kelly LeBrock. I can't blame the guy. You can't blame the guy. I mean, what are you going to do, really? I really don't blame the guy. So looks like my video is a little locked up. I apologize for that, guys. I'm going to figure out a little better of a way to do this. Probably going to actually put more of this uh, just on a laptop and have this screen just to go over. So I'm going to actually figure out a better way to do all this a little bit later. But um, I appreciate everybody joining me right now. And uh, I'm going to keep going here a little bit. Let me take off hard to kill here. We're going to go for a couple more movies. 
Hard to Kill, though, one of those great Steven Seagal movies. I just absolutely, like I said, I, I, I love watching shit like this. So he was in that. Uh, he, Like I said, he was in China Beach. I believe I have a picture here of the cast of China Beach. Give me one second. Let's pull that up. Here we go. This was the cast of China Beach right there. Um, you got, that looks like uh, Michael Boatman right there. That, that Ricky Lake. I'm going to have to pull this up. Hold on one second. I got it right here. Uh, <laughs> this is a show I never watched. It looks like it was something off of um, like a offspin of mash or something that was michael boatman 100 percent. jeff cober another gentleman we spoke about uh last week when we were talking about steve buscemi he was in uh, jeff cober has been in a ton of movies and nypd blue mark helgenberger from csi who we'll talk about a little more dana delaney was in this show uh, Megan gallagher was in this show ned vaughn that's who i thought it was and that was ricky lake that i saw in that picture she played holly pellegrino on that show. So that was Ricky Lake. She was in 13 episodes. Uh, that show didn't last. How long did it last? It wasn't that long, was it? Couldn't have been that long. Um, let's see. Let's go to episodes here. It was a. Oh. Uh, all right. Lasted longer than I thought it did. It was from 1988 to 1991. So there you go. Lasted a little longer than I thought it did. So uh, 62 episodes is what we're looking at there. But he was in that show, and I'm going to go ahead and take that picture down. So there we go, a little bit of China Beach. Like I said, I never saw that, but he was in that show too for more than one episode. He was actually in there for a few episodes also. I think it was five episodes we talked about that. Now, he was also in King of New York. Now, King of New York, once again, uh, another movie that we did speak about last week, um, with Steve Buscemi in it. So there's another movie right there. I don't know if I put a picture of that up there. Give me one sec. I did. And here it is right here. A little King of New York picture. Christopher Walken, Lawrence Fishburne. I was actually just watching Christopher Walken in uh, Wayne's World 2 right before I got done with the show. Or started with the show, excuse me. So I was watching a little bit of that also. So there you go. King of New York. Like I said, we talked about this movie last week. He was a character in this also. Uh, here, give me one second. I'll actually tell you exactly who he played in this movie. I really should have had all this pulled up, but there was just... He's in so many friggin' things, and like I said, we've, we're barely even touching the surface at this point, but give me one sec. We'll find Robert. We'll find Mr. Lasardo in a film here. He played the Italian guard in this show. He was only one episode, but he did, was in this show. All right, so we're going to keep going a little bit now. Now we've got another Steven Seagal movie, Out for Justice. There you go. Look at Seagal looking like a badass. Look at him. Look at him. There he is. Sorry for you audio people. I'm trying this out on YouTube, so here we go. We're, we're doing what we got to do here. But I'm going to also get rid of some of these things right here on Google. We're going to keep closing them down, but we do have Out for Justice. This was another movie where um, Steven Seagal, his partner, was killed and he basically avenges his partner. Really good movie here, though. Uh, Steven Seagal, William Forth, Forsyth, who has played many characters. He was actually uh, Sam Sam uh, Sam Gravano, Sammy the Bull. Jerry Orbach is in this. Uh, Joe Champa and Gina Gershon. But Robert Lozado has a little more of a part in this. He doesn't. He, he is a henchman, but he plays a guy named Butchie, and actually. There he is right there with William Forsyth playing Butchie. You can see how young he is, got the spiked hair, but the tattoo is sticking out. And of course, he's sleeved and his whole chest is tattooed. Ah, a little swig of beer there. Sorry, guys. So there he is in Out for Justice also. Um, good little movie here, though. I li Again, I like these action movies and things like this. So to me, this is a really good movie. But... Like I did say, he was in Law & Order. Also, he uh, did a few episodes of Law & Order, actually. I mean, Law & Order was a show that did 457 episodes. There have been so many guest stars on, the, on, on this show. I mean, absolutely ridiculous how many guest stars are on here. But let's uh, see if we can find Robert... Lasardo's name on here. It's still looking, which is why I can't find his name. That's how many episodes this is. But I know he was in, I believe he was in 
only one episode in the 1991 season. So, yeah, one episode in the 1991 season. So, there you go with that right there. A little Law and Order for you. And I do, of course, have a little picture. A little Law and Order right there. There you go. Some of the, not the original cast, but, again, we're looking at Jerry Orbach right there on the left side of, uh, left side there. We got Benjamin Bratt, who we'll talk about a little more, a little later in the show, excuse me. So, there you go. We got both of them. But yeah, he was always, you know, like I said, always a criminal in every show. He was even in a, uh, the TV show, Harry and the Hendersons, did 72 episodes. It wasn't in the movie, but he was in the TV show. So I don't, again, another one, I'm not 100% sure how many episodes he was in, but uh, I don't think he was in that many episodes of this show. Like I said, the show didn't even last that long, so... Not sure how many he could have been in anyway. But uh, he was only in one episode. He played a guy named Saul. It was in 1993. Um, but uh, after that, he was in a another great, great movie with Jean, uh, Jean Reno, Gary Oldman, Natalie Portman. Um, he was in Leon the Professional. That's another great movie right there. I couldn't find a good picture with him again, but... Um, we do have a few pictures of him with him. Many as I could find is what I gave you guys. But he was in Leon the Professional. Now, Leon the Professional is another really good movie. And I liked uh, Gene Reno. He was in uh, many movies. He was in Rollerball, if you watch the newer version of Rollerball. But uh, this is a good movie. Uh, a 12-year-old girl is taken in, reluctantly, by an assassin after her family gets killed. And basically, he kind of really learns to love the little girl. And it's a really good movie, though. So if you haven't seen it, it's worth a watch. Um, anything. Gary Oldman, Danny Aiello, Natalie Portman. Uh, just a ton, a ton of good actors are in this movie. Uh, it's definitely, like I said, it's definitely worth the watch. So we're going to get out of that one, though. Now, here's another really, another movie I, guilty pleasure, love this movie. I've talked about this movie before, too. This is Drop Zone. Uh, Wesley Snipes, Gary Busey, Yancey Butler, who I've spoke about. Um, just a, a, a really good movie. You've got uh, Wesley Snipes. You see him right here. Wesley Snipes plays a cop that goes undercover to try to catch this team. It's all about skydiving. And uh, Gary Busey is the villain. Butchie, or, I'm sorry, Robert Lissardo is one of his... Uh, one of his henchmen, one of Gary Busey's henchmen. And um, he ends up, of course, he ends up dying, like he does in most of his movies. But uh, Drop Zone's a great movie, a great little action movie from, uh, you know, back in the early 90s when I think action movies were great back in the early 90s. But this is a 1994 movie. And uh, I, I, again, really, really good movie. I'm an action movie fan, so not much I can do about that. <laughs> so here we go. We're going to get into this just a little bit more. Uh, we're going to go right to the next thing they did. Waterworld, like I said, he was in that. And it looks like OBS disconnected for a second. I apologize for that, everybody. Um, like I said, I'm going to work this out a little better. I've got another computer that I can uh, that I can do this with. So hopefully it pops up just fine. But anyway, looking at Waterworld, honestly, I could not find a picture. That was worth a damn. But he was in Waterworld. He had a pretty decent role in Waterworld once again. Waterworld had Kevin Costner, uh, Gian Triplehorn, been in a ton of stuff. Dennis Hopper. Who doesn't love Dennis Hopper? Everyone loves Dennis Hopper. <laughs> Seriously. We all know they do. Uh, and a bunch of other actors in it, though. But it was really not a great movie. Really very, like I said, it was really... Not great reviews on this movie. It just wasn't a very, very well-known movie, but kind of became a little better in the long run. He was also on, since we did the movie Renegade, you got to go ahead, the TV show Renegade. If you don't remember, that was Lorenzo Lamas's episode. Um, got 110 episodes out of this, but it was a Lorenzo Lamas show. Um, weren't too many more actors that you really need to talk about in this show it was basically him <laughs> it, i never really watched any of this show but wasn't even worth getting a uh getting anything for so there you go 
Um, we're going to go ahead and go to the next one now. He was in a TV show called Murder One, which I love this TV show. I know it's a bad picture. I'm not going to keep it up there long, but the big guy, bald guy is Daniel Benzali, and he was in many episodes of NYPD Blue. He played a lawyer who Sipowitz's character absolutely despised. So he played a lawyer in that show, but he played a lawyer in this show too. They didn't really take the name of the character and bring it over, but they did bring the intensity of the character from NYPD Blue over to here. So he was in a couple episodes of Murder One. That also is on Hulu. So if you want to check out this, it was only two years. It did not have that many episodes. It was from 1995 to 1997, 48 episodes. Pretty quick watch. You go through it very quick. It had Mary McCormick in it. Uh, Michael Hayden, J.C. McKenzie were all in it. Um, and it was, It's a really good show. It really is. I enjoyed it. Like I said, Daniel Benzali is in this show. I really, it's Vanessa Williams is in this show, Stanley Tucci, uh, Dylan Baker, who you've seen in a ton of things, but um, definitely worth a watch, this show. Like I said, it is on Hulu if you want to check it out. Now, movie that me and Anthony talked about a long time ago, here it is, a little gang-related, little Tupac and, and Belushi, who doesn't love this movie? It really was a good movie. I had not seen it until Anthony kind of wanted to review it. And I was like, I don't know why, but let's go ahead and see what we can do. So we reviewed it. I watched it. It was an incredible movie. It really was a good movie. Um, like I said, if you guys want to go back on Shout Engine, you can check that out um, right over there. So 100%, you guys want to be checking that out. It had a, it, a really good movie. If you haven't seen it yet, it's got Jim Belushi, Tupac, Dennis Quaid, David Paymer, who's in a ton of movies also, James Earl Jones, Come on, the man with the voice, James Handy. James Handy uh, played Captain Henderson in this movie, and you got to know who James Handy is. He was also on NYPD Blue. He was on the first season of NYPD Blue and second <clears throat> season also. So there you go. But gang-related, really good movie, one you want to be checking out. Um, so there you go with gang-related, that movie also. Now, once again, we said he was kind of getting his... He was kind of getting his his groove of doing acting in the 90s, and we're kind of at 97 right now, and we're moving right up to 98. This was another movie I didn't really bother looking into. A very small role for him. Um, a 1998 movie called Crossfire. I don't even have a picture for it. I'm not going to get into it. Now, movie I talked about just last month, like I said, Strangeland. Strangeland was a movie that I did. Uh, with It was a D. Snyder movie, but Robert Lasardo was in the beginning of the movie where he basically played a tow truck driver. And I do have a picture. This is what he looked like in the movie. And I remember the movie was all about body art and piercings and all that stuff. So that's basically what, you know, I mean, body art. He was all pierced up in this. He was talking about septum rings. But Strangeland, we just did, I believe it was probably, I believe a month ago at this time. I think that was the first movie I did in October so. If you want to go check that out, it's right up there on the stream just from a few weeks ago, Strangeland. Really, really good movie. I'm not even going to bother getting into it anymore because I've talked about it. I already talked about it. Um, another another really good movie. Uh, we're going to move up just a little more. Another great movie, Blue Streak. Now, this is him in the movie Blue Streak. Now, Blue Streak was a Martin Lawrence movie. Uh, once again, we get to talk about William Forsythe a little bit uh, because he was in Blue Streak. Also, he played a, he was the cop in this movie. Uh, this was Martin Lawrence, Luke Wilson, Peter Green, who was the bad guy in the Mask movie. David Chappelle is in this. Is in this. Well, we've talked about this movie before, but um, William Forsythe plays the cop. And basically, if you look in this, Robert Lasardo was listed as. Um, twitchy suspect. So I guess that's where this kind of, you know, right here, the little twitchy suspect. It's when Martin Lawrence first comes in and he runs to get away and he chases him into the bathroom. And that's kind of how Martin Lawrence meets everybody and does everything he's doing. So, but um, there you go. So there's Blue Streak right there. Good movie. Now he's also in Bubble Boy. 
no reason to keep this picture up very long. Uh, Bubble Boy is a uh, movie, not a great movie. I got to really be honest here. It's really not a good movie. Um, but Bubble Boy was one of the movies he was in. We don't need to get into it very much. He did do some episodes of The X-Files also. Um, a lot of people did episodes. It was 217 uh, episodes that this show did. X-Files was a great show. Really was. I loved watching X-Files. Actually, my ex-girlfriend um, in Florida was a huge fan of this show. She would just binge watch it. Like before you could binge watch, but she had them all on DVD and she would just watch the shit out of this show. So she was a big X-Files fan. Um, but there we go with that. X-Files he was on. Robert Lissardo was. Pacific Blue was another show he was on. He did a couple of episodes of this. I don't know how this show did 101. It was kind of during the Baywatch time, so I guess it was just another beat show with Mario Lopez. I I don't know. I guess everyone just wanted to see Mario Lopez with his shirt off, obviously. So that's what was going on there. He did it at Nash Bridges. Now, if you don't remember this show, this was after Miami Vice went off and Don Johnson and Cheech Marin was also in this show. Decent little show. I think I watched maybe three, maybe four episodes of it altogether. Didn't watch a, a bunch of it. So, Yasmin Bleeth was also on 41 episodes of the show. Um, And again, we talked about Bubble Boy already. That was the next picture I had. We had Bubble Boy and The Shield. I think he did multiple episodes of The Shield. Actually, I'll look that up as we're going here. Um, You want to talk about a television show. This show right here, The Shield. I mean, the, it, it is an intense roller coaster of a show to watch if you're binge watching it. It, it, it. There's so much going on. They, I've talked about this show before. They're they're dirty cops who keep doing dirty things to try to get clean, and obviously that's not going to work. They keep they just get deeper and deeper and deeper into every little thing. They just keep getting deeper into it. Um, but it's got uh, Michael Chiklis as Vic Mackey. Michael Jace is in this show. CCH Pounder is in this show. Um, a bunch of great actors. And like I said, it is an emotional roller coaster, to, though, to go through and actually watch this show. Uh, just an intense show. You know, they start killing each other off. They start wanting to get each other killed. Insanity, this show is. And... Um, Robert Lasardo only did one episode. It was a 2002 episode early in the uh, early in the seasons, but he was in The Shield, and like I said, that is one great show. He was in the TV show Touched by an Angel also. And, of course, let's go ahead right to NYPD Blue. 353 episodes uh, this show was. No, I'm sorry, 261 episodes this show was. Um... He was in season one as a character. He was in so many seasons as different characters. I'm going to go ahead and pull him up right here. He was in five different different episodes of NYPD Blue. Um, like I said, a really, really great, great... I mean, even back then, he was a really good actor, but he played um, Luis Hernandez. He After that, he played a character called Kiki. He played another character... Later in the season, I forget his name, but um, he played, he was in five different episodes and he played three different characters throughout the whole thing. Um, Unbelievable, though, and I do have, I got two pictures here, of course, for NYPD Blue. I've got the NYPD Blue. There you go. That was a later season when uh, Zach Morris from Paul, uh, Jean Paul Gosselaar, Gesselaar. Was in this? That's Zach from uh, Say by the Bell right there with Andy Sipowitz over there, and uh, this is one of the characters when he played a character named Kiki, and that is S.A. Morales right there. And this girl here on the right was in the show Vegas. Uh, she played Samantha in the show Las Vegas. Actually, it was the name of the show. And you can see right down there. There's the man. There's uh, Robert Rosardo down there. Character actor, like I said, just always always plays kind of the same characters, but. They're always good, and he's always noticeable, and you always know who he is. So I'm going to pull that right down. 
and we're going to keep going. But of course, you knew I was going to, if he was in the show, NYPD Blue, you knew I was eventually going to talk about it. It had to be talked about. Um, again, he was, uh, he played Hector Acevedo in one show. That was a later, uh, that was his last time he was in the show. He played Luis Hernandez. He was in two episodes right there to begin with. Uh, actually, you know what? I lied. He played four characters. He played Luis Hernandez in two episodes. Played a character named Freddy Asuncion in one. Kiki and Hector Acevedo. So he played a few different characters in uh, in on that show. Really good show, though. So, of course it is. Now, another show that he was on, he only did a, really a couple episodes of this one also. He was on the show Cold Case. Uh, that was another great, great television show. Right here, it had a, a, bu- a bunch of actors that you'd recognize. Catherine Morris, Danny Pino. Um, Danny Pino was on um, Law & Order SVU for a while. Jeremy Ratchford, who you really do know. Tracy Thomas. Tracy Thomas is now on uh, the 911 TV series. Been watching that show. Great show. Daniel Baldwin was on Cold Case for seven episodes. I got to tell you, that's when it kind of started going downhill. Um, honestly, it really did. And, uh, so there you go. But he was on a couple episodes of that also. Now he was also on the judging Amy television show, not the movie. So he had a little stint on that also. He was on the TV show bones for a little while. Um, mind of Mencia. He was also on that. Like we said for, uh, like we said, he was on general hospital. Here we go. I did find one picture of him on General Hospital. There it is right there. So there we go. Like I said, he was on. You got to talk about it. Got to do it. So there he was right there on General Hospital. And um, CSI Miami. Oh, I'm sorry. CSI the original. CSI Crime Scene Investigation is actually um, one of the shows where he was also on. Probably, I think he was in more than one episode of that. Give me one sec. We'll pull that bad boy up right now. And find out, oh, I'm not going to photos. There's 5,000 of those bad boys on there that I really don't want to look at. (laughs) Don't want to look at 5,000 photos. But this was a show that's been, this show's been through a lot of changes. Um, A lot of main character changes. Uh, William, I forget, the William Petersburg was the original guy who, uh, great actor. It's gone to Sam uh, Sam Donaldson, Lawrence Fishburne at one time was on this show, but um, Robert Rosardo actually only did one one episode of the CSI Miami or regular CSI. Now he was also on a show called The Cleaner in two thousand eight. This was a one season show. It was with Benjamin Bratt, who we talked about a little while ago. I actually watched this show. Basically, what he did was he would try to get drug addicts clean without them having to go through the embarrassment of rehab. Whoopi Goldberg did a few episodes of this. Um, uh, Benjamin Bratt was the main character with the 26-episode show. But, uh, of course, you know, you, you, you just another TV show. Like I said, this guy's been in so many shows that you just don't even know he's been in. But he was in The Cleaner. Let um, me go ahead and pull that. Uh, I don't think I showed you the picture of that, did I? Did I show you the picture of the cleaner? I did not. CSI, I forgot to show you the CSI picture too. And here's a picture of the cleaner, Benjamin Bratt right there, the rest of the cast behind him. So there's that right there. Now, like I had said, if, you've, uh, if you want to jump on Hulu, you can watch Death Race right here. He played Grim Reaper in this show and in this movie, and there you go. There is Death Race right there. Uh Pretty nasty. Like I said, this was right before he got killed in this show. So we're gonna in this movie, we're gonna pull that down. Death Race is a good good movie. I have there's three of them. I haven't seen the other two, but Death Race is a 2008 movie. Um, again, he plays that character. Basically, what happens is uh, um, Jason Statham is in this movie, and he's uh, forced after being accused of killing his wife, set up for killing his wife. He's forced by the warden to play, to drive in a prison car race. They're basically rat rods. They're all just made from all different cars. And just, uh, if, if he wins, he will be let out. Well, he gets out anyway. This is him uh, in this movie. It's Tyrese Gibson. It's Jason Statham, like I said. Joan Allen is uh, Hennessy, who's the bad 
the bad person in this movie. Frederick Kohler is in this movie. He's a uh, he was uh, if you ever saw the movie Mr. Mom, he was the the dark haired kid in that movie, also in one episode of NYPD Blue. But a really really fun movie to watch. So if you do want to watch this, it is on Hulu, so you can check it out. A little death race right there. And like I said, he was in Nip Tuck, and he did more than just one episode of Nip Tuck. He was actually in a few episodes of Nip Tuck. Um, he did, uh, let's see, he was in 10 episodes of Nip Tuck. I know it was a pretty good good show. I never actually watched this show. I uh, did 100 episodes. He was in 10 of them. Uh, here is his character from Nip Tuck. Give me one second right here. Yeah, that should be from Nip Tuck. Let's see. Yes, that actually, that is from Nip Tuck right there. His character. I don't know why the picture isn't centered well, but excuse me for that. Here you go. That'll look better for a minute there. So there you go right there with him. Um, let's go ahead and get out of that. Drop that out of there. And there we go. Now, he was also on, uh, since we're going with you know CSI, he was also on an episode of Criminal Minds, but he also did one on Criminal Minds Suspect Behavior. That was a kind of an odd show right there. It had Forrest Whitaker on it. Um, it was obviously a spinoff of Criminal Minds. It only did one season. And it is also, it was on Hulu. I don't know if it still is, but it was on Hulu for a little while there. Um, so if you want to check that show out, it's it's a pretty good show. It actually really, it, it actually is. Forrest Whitaker is pretty awesome and some of the guys from the original cast of the um, others of the Criminal Minds come over. Now, like I said, he was also on CSI Miami. Since there he is right there being arrested by Mr. Caruso. We know who David Caruso is. I don't really have to get into it, but uh, this is my last picture right here that I have is him being busted on CSI Miami. So there you go. Uh, we can go ahead and take that out of there. Now, as we're talking about this guy being a character actor, being this, being that, I'm not done with movies, by the way. This guy, after CSI Miami, which I'll roll up to you right now, he has a ton more. Like I said, I just, honestly, I just got so many things I could have gone through. But he's been in uh, Jurassic City. Um, this is going up into the 2016s. Uh Calico Skies, Henry, Cynthia, The Silencer, Attack of the Unknown. You could just keep going and going up until, like I said, he's got probably 40, maybe even 50 that are going to be coming out next year in 2022 also. Like I said, this is going to be kind of a short episode. Uh, so, And I've got my son decided to walk behind me here while I'm... Dude! Are you crazy? I know you are. Go. All right. And that was my son, my older one, my wrestler. There you go right there. So anyway, let's go ahead and go here. Uh, like I said, probably 40, 50 movies coming out in 2022. 2021, he still has things coming out that he's filming just in 2021. Just an amazing, amazing character actor that we're going to see. 183 credits to his name. I bet if we look this up again in a little while, it would be even more credits to his name. Um, so, but as he is that, he also is a book publisher, believe it or not. He has published a, even has an autobiography out, but he does have a few books out. Um, he has three books that I found here. I found one called Gabriel's trial. Here you go. Gabriel's trial. There's a book right there. Uh, basically this says Gabriel is being haunted by an ugly premonition that has turned his life into a living nightmare. He is troubled by a series of strange encounters with a mysterious woman that seem to mark his reckoning. When his mind becomes plagued by superstition, he must look deep into the hearts of those who love him to discover the truth and reclaim his sanity. This is the first work. This is his first book of fiction penned by author Robert Lusardo. So there you go. He does have a book, and there's his first book right there, Gabriel's Trial. And he's got a couple more. He does have a couple more books that he has. The next book he put out was called Life Sentence. Yeah, this is the uh, this is it right here, Life Sentence, a true story. Kind of talks about his life a little bit. 
in this one. Um, it says life sentence, a true story about love, lunacy, and fame. Um, here it is kind of a lengthy description, but I'll read you. Let's see after a long and here, I'll take that picture down. So you're not just staring at a picture as I'm talking here. After a long and deeply philosophical conversation with Robert Lozardo, I eagerly awaited this book that you are about to read. I guess this is a fan review on it. Um, I was not disappointed. Left deep in thought, I sat in long, contemplative silence. Basically, this guy is putting this book over. Um, saying throughout his career, Robert Lozardo has found his niche in Hollywood playing the devious criminal, often evil personified in his roles he has played the villain we love on the award-winning series nip tuck on both csi investigation csi miami we also see um a little more of his heart in this book so basically this is the autobiography of his right there so if you want to check that out it is on amazon you can have get the kindle edition right there on amazon um and another book he has called playing with fire Here's that book right here, Playing With Fire. There it is. Another one by Robert Lozardo. Obviously the same guy. I mean, the tattoos give it away a little bit, obviously. Um, and we've got a little bit on this book, too. Playing With Fire explores the spiritual conflict within the human heart when there is extreme emotional damage. The book is a collection of personal confessions, poetry, and photographs that bring both beauty and corruption into play. Playing with Fire invites the reader to see love bear witness to the many monsters born of fear and test love's value against the faces of despair. Um, this is unlike Robert's first book, Choices Inside Out. I guess I missed a book. Playing with Fire introduces the concept of love in the feminine form with a series of real-life images of a beautiful girl that is gradually transformed by the assault of pessimism. So there you go. It's got uh, three books, four books. I obviously missed a book. And uh, that's pretty damn cool right there that he does that. Now, even though he's got all that ta those tattoos, he really does not like, believe it or not, he does not care to talk about them very much. So he really doesn't get into them a lot. But um, I'll be honest. I, like I said, I, I knew this wouldn't be a very long episode, but I did want to dedicate an episode to Robert Lissardo. Um, again, just one of those guys that you just, you see in so many movies, don't realize who he is or what he's done so much, but, uh, here we go. We'll pull this, uh, we'll pull up that picture right back up of him right here. And there you go. One more picture of Robert, Robert Lozardo before we get this bad boy over with. And, uh, yeah, honestly, I'm, I knew this was probably going to be less than an hour, but like I said, it was worth dedicating a show to this guy. He is an incredible character actor. And I didn't know what I was going to do tonight. And I was kind of thinking, and I was talking to Smark as I was looking up Robert Lozardo, because I was thinking maybe I should do an unknown or un underrated actor. And uh, this is the first guy that came to mind when I thought of either a basically underrated, not given enough credit. Um, but... Uh, that's it right there. So I am going to go ahead and head out of here. You guys do not forget. I'll get an intro, a video intro, and all this going so I can actually do these the right way. And uh, don't forget to check me out. I'll be back Wednesday night right on Mixler.com slash Dirt Sheet Dudes. I'll be back there with Smark. And uh, we're going to be going over wrestling stuff, but I will be back here next week with something. Uh, definitely. I don't know if I'll be on YouTube, but I will definitely at least be on Mixler. So you guys can always catch me on Mixler. And uh, I appreciate everyone jumping over, watching this on YouTube. And I will see you guys next time. Have a great one. Thanks. Bye.